Mysterious. I had an idea for a segment. Oh, sure. We love sex. Okay, so you know Discovery Plus, right? Yeah. Remember how I complained at the beginning of a couple years ago before Discovery Plus just came out? I complained constantly. I was like, no way. No way am I downloading Discovery Plus. This sucks. There's three new 90 Day Fiance shows. It's ridiculous. I'm not watching 90 Day The Single Life. Uh, one of them's literally just a clip show. I'm not watching this. Turns and then out- I bought it for you. And as of right now, you, my mom, and your friends <laughs> watch it constantly. Oh, yeah. I love Discovery Plus because Discovery Plus has... Did you know that Netflix... Did you know that Netflix to decide which shows that they want to bring on, what they'll do is they'll look at uh, data on what's being torrented the most? I did not know that. Fun fact. Well, Discovery Plus must not do that because it must... <laughs> It must have just put a a little bit of programming, a little bit of TLC programming on there and then got the data and been like, I imagine a boardroom. Close your eyes for a minute. Here's what's going on at Discovery Plus headquarters. All right. There's a boardroom with a bunch of old guys, right? Okay. And the one is like, well, to Johnson, what do we know about uh, the reports on what people are watching on the Discovery Plus? What's our category? And Johnson looks at me, he's like, "Uh, sir, president, I have to tell you something. I looked at the data. I poured over it for hours on end and I noticed one common factor and he points up at the PowerPoint and he clicks a button it says fat people on it. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it is serious. There's so many shows about fat people on Discovery Plus and by fat people I don't mean like shows about people who have Wait, can I open my eyes yet? Yeah, you can open Okay, thank Oh, hi. Hello. You dis- I thought you disappeared. Oh, okay. Like I dematerialized like a baby. Well, you, you weren't there. I thought you were gone. I'm sorry. Stop acting like a bird. I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, please continue. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Discovery Plus. I don't know. And, and when I say shows about fat people, I don't mean shows about people who happen to be overweight. I mean like show reality television shows where the premise is clearly to follow fat people of a certain flavor. Now- Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to see how many shows I can name okay. on Discovery Plus whose entire existence is based around mocking the overweight. Let's do that and let's write them. Okay. How about this? Let's do like a tier list. Oh, okay. I'll toss you a name. You put it on the list and then obviously look, I'm going to miss some. I'm no Sarantia, okay? And then I have some uh, ideas for Discovery Plus that they could steal about new shows about fat people. This is the whole hour, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's good. I just saw the whole hour of this show. All right. We got to start with the original. Sarantia makes me watch this show called My 600 Pound Life. Oh, God, yeah. Now, we've talked about it before, but just real quick, some notable things about it. It's ostensibly a show about people who are trying to lose weight so they don't die. There's like this little gnomish doctor named Dr. Now, and he's always like, you must lose 30 pounds one month or you no get surgery. Right. His not Dr. Now is short for, short for Dr. Nowzarian. I don't, I'm not sure where he's from, but he has, he's very cute. He has this very thick acting. He's like, you lose 100 pounds one month. <laughs> yeah. He's so tiny. He's got this big he has like a mighty hump and but he really cares about people not dying so you'd think like oh this is like a positive show like it's a show about like people trying to get healthier it always opens with a Sarantia, can you explain how every one of these shows opens? Every single episode of My 600 Pound Life opens, which is, by the way, uh, I know this is your least favorite part of the show, but this is actually my most favorite part, is them struggling to use the restroom in some capacity. (laughs) Usually it's them laying on their bed and it's called My 600, it ain't called My 600 Pound Life or nothing. So these people are morbidly obese. They look like, uh, you ever have a ball of that like gel that's for cleaning in between the keyboard so you can oh there's they sell these things they're like little putty jars and it's like a viscous gel that you can put on your keyboard and the idea is that you put it on your keyboard and the gel like goes into the keys to get the dirt and then you pull it off and the gel all comes well imagine rolling that into a ball imagine you know what i'm gonna make this easier imagine like a nice ripe peach just throw it at the ground (laughs) you know we can all imagine what a 600 pound person looks like 
You don't got because now I've never heard of this gel, and my mind is just full of like, how come they don't make the gel big enough that you can roll it around your apartment? Like back in my day, we had to use compressed air, which just blew the dust everywhere, like right in your face. This gel sound is that the slime? Yeah, it's slime. It's not the slime that kids play with, but it is a form of slime. It's all slime. Sure, yeah. I keep hearing in a pornographic context people using the phrase slimed. Like, I'd like to see her get slimed. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I was hoping you did. Listeners, don't tell me. We're moving right along. Just moving straight on. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's what you didn't mention. Every episode of My 600-Pound Life opens with a gigantic person screaming in pain. <laughs> I see. There you go. Falling out of bed. And there's always a giant pixelated patch over their genitals. Right, because they can't wear clothes, a lot of them, because they're 600 pounds. Yeah, that's how the show opens. It opens with, like, (laughs) a horrifying scene of human misery and, like, the saddest piano music you've ever heard and Sarantia laughing her head off. My 600-pound life is mid. I would say that's a perfect C tier. Yeah, on the scale of S, S being, like, funniest fats ever and to F being fats, not funny, not interesting, boring fats, I would give my 600 pound life a C. It's educational. Uh, the best parts are when they don't follow the diet and he yells at them. And they're also sometimes they fall over, which is kind of funny. We're moving on. <laughs> How about now there's this show that I've seen. I haven't watched any of it because I, I can't. It's called Thousand Pound Friends. Oh, Thousand Pound Best Friends. Yeah, that's exactly what it says in the can. It's about four friends, each of whom stitative. You add them together and they equal 1,000 pounds. I'm sure that people who aren't in America are going to be horrified by what (laughs) I've just said, but four 250-pound people, I don't know that that's television. I think it's more than a thousand pounds. I think they're all around 300 pounds. Okay. So there's not one like 900 pound person and then like, and then three models. No, that's quickly becoming what a thousand pound sisters is. I was going to talk about thousand pound sisters next. So let's talk about thousand pound friends first. These friends, are they interesting? Like, well, other than the fact that they're very big, what's the deal? Um, Thousand Pound Friends, I would give Thousand Pound Friends a B plus. Okay. The mostly the thing about Thousand Pound Friends is I think one of them has had weight loss surgery and she's trying to like be supportive on the other ones to get weight loss surgery, but they're not like you can't just walk in and be like, hello, one weight loss surgery, please. They make you lose weight first before they do your bariatric surgery before. uh, So the. The carrot on the stick for most of these shows is bariatric surgery. Okay. Like, that's the same thing. That's the whole premise of my 600 pounds life is mm-hmm. there's fat people. The first 20 minutes is them talking about how much their life sucks and how they can't use the toilet. <laughs> how they have to wash themselves with a rag on a stick. <laughs> and then they go to doctor. You're laughing at just remembering these shows. The you know the show's not on right now, right? <laughs> I'm making jokes. I'm a comedian. I agree that you're making. You I'm are not laughing. La- you are not laughing. I know what it sounds like when you're laughing at your own jokes. You're laughing at the mental images playing in your head. <laughs> so then the next twenty minutes, they have to. Sometimes there's a fun little segment where they have problems getting to Doctor Now's office because they're too fat to go in a car. <laughs> so they have to call like emergency medical transport. <laughs> I saw that one of the Promanti brothers, they had to drive him like three days in the back of an old station wagon. Yeah, and they stopped to eat like multiple times a day. It was real. It was real bad. All right. All right. Look, thousand pound friends. I guess one of them got the surgery. Thousand pound sisters. I know one of them got the surgery. Right. Thousand pound sisters. Uh, I would give, by the way, uh, since we're grading all these, I give thousand pound sisters a B minus. It's funnier to watch than uh, My 600 Pound Life. Like some episodes of My 600 Pound Life are total stinkers. Yeah. Uh, other ones are like S tier. What makes a bad episode of My 600 Pound Life? Uh, not enough conflict. Okay. Like there needs to be conflict either in their personal life or in their diet. And when everything just goes smoothly, it's like, like you want the hero to overcome a challenge. You know... The challenge is that they're over 600 pounds and they need surgery or they're going to die. Like, is that that's not enough complications for you? No, I want to see the hero overcome, like, 
moving into an apartment that's next to a Cheetos factory or something. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thousand Pound Friends is kind of funny. Uh, in particular, one scene that I found particularly funny was, do you remember when you were a kid, maybe this was before or after your time, did you have those games where like you put a hula hoop, it was kind of a hula hoop thing on your waist, or no, they're like... And you'd swing your hips. It was kind of like a hula hoop, but it had a little toy on the end. So it would like swing around and the goal was to make it go in a circle. I'll take your word for it. Kind of like an advanced hula hoop. Well, there's one scene where the (laughs) one girl got the surgery is like, here, let's go exercise. And she's like, do the hula hoop. And the other one is like so fat. She's like wearing an inner tomb. She puts it on. It's funny. The hoop don't go around her. Hoop don't go around her. Look, when you're on a show called Thousand Pound Friends, and by the way, we're not talking about Thousand Pound Sisters, which is a different show. Right. When you're on a show called Thousand Pound Friends, you think the prop master could cut three hula hoops <laughs> and make her a super hoop, as opposed to like humiliating the, this person's already on a show called Thousand Pound Friends. How much more we got to humiliate this person? Right. And then she like storms off. So yeah, good show. Uh, B minus. Some episodes are boring. Some of them are good. Uh, better than, I would say, a higher ratio of quality episodes than My 600 Pound Life. Now, Thousand Pound Sisters, that's a solid uh, A minus, I'd say. So far, this is the highest ranked show in your tier list. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Thousand Pound Sisters is about Amy and Tammy Slayton, I believe their last name is, who two sisters that have a YouTube channel. They were both morbidly obese, and then one of them successfully lost weight, got weight loss surgery, got knocked up, and somehow shit out a kid and weighs still weighs significantly less than her other sister, who is just shooting up. It's like all the weight that Amy loses goes straight to Tammy's forehead. <laughs> It's great. There's so many awesome subplots, too. Like, Tammy, at one point, they have to take them to a junkyard to be weighed because they can't stand on normal scales. That's right. They have to weigh them on, like, the scales that they use to weigh pounds of scrap metal. No, that's... I remember that. I remember the junkyard attendant laughing at the sisters. As Tammy starts smoking hella weed at one point and partying, and she's got a bunch of friends that, like, I just... I guess just come over, pour booze down her throat, and then leave. It's awesome. It's so fu- It's such a good show. And then Tammy has such a bad attitude. She'll like yell at her sister and then threaten to beat her up. It's like, what are you going to do, Tammy? She could just walk away and you're, comple- <laughs> <laughs> you're completely neutralized. I don't know. Katamari are dangerous. I guess so. If you manage to roll forward out of that wheelchair, we're done. She's for. in a wheelchair? Yeah, of course she is. She's like 800 pounds. I always assumed it would just be a scooter of some sort. It's something. She has to use oxygen all the time now. What? <laughs> she has to use oxygen? Other fat shows. Let's see. Hot and Heavy. Hot and Heavy is a new one that recently premiered. Uh, Hot and Heavy only has three episodes out so far. It is about. Fat women dating skinny men. Okay. And, oh, this is a good show. Serious. This is a solid A- minus too. I've only seen three episodes, but I'm absolutely enthralled. Love it. Great show. So here's the characters on Hot and Heavy. Okay. So we got Fat Number One. And Fat Number One's plot line is she's married to a, a feeder in the purest sense. Like, at one point, he's like, I don't want her to have the surgery because I'm scared of the risks of... Which is what they all say, which doesn't make a ton of sense to me because, like, there's a lot of risk if she doesn't lose a ton of weight. Also, Randy, she's, like, 400 fucking pounds. At this point, I'd like to... No, not stop, although I would like to stop... I, let's explain this surgery to the listeners. Like, what is bariatric weight loss surgery? Okay, bariatric weight loss surgery is basically, it's a procedure that I don't know if this is bro science, but <laughs> I think it's possible if you eat way too much constantly to stretch out your stomach. Okay. And when you stretch out your stomach, like, you don't feel as full when you eat, like, you can eat a lot, and then your stomach is like, what the fuck? We're used to being uh, stretched the absolute brim. We need to eat some more. <laughs> so what they do with bariatric surgery is they go in, and they, like, take the stomach, and they physically, like, cut a big part of it out. 
Oh my God. Like imagine that you have a piece of cloth, like a big long piece of cloth, and you want to make a little purse out of it. But when you fold the cloth in half, hamburger style, it's like too big. So what they do is they basically open up the cloth, cut it in half, and then fold it hamburger style. So your stomach kind of looks like a banana. After you're done, it's like the shape of a banana. And you can't eat nearly like you fit your body cannot accept you th- puke if you try to eat the same amount as you were eating you will just throw up everywhere and they tell you uh you have to after you get the surgery you have to follow a very strict diet uh, not because because the surgery does help you lose weight by eating less but if you stuff yourself full of food or shit like carbonated drinks you could actually pop your stitches inside your like uh your body cavern where your stomach is and you would get the worst infection of your life and then you die. (laughs) It's like before they give you the surgery, they're like, you need to prove that you're going to be able to stick to this diet because I don't want to give you this surgery, have you immediately go to a Sanic, pour 62 ounces of Dr. Pepper, Dr. Beepus down your throat, (laughs) get sepsis and die. You know what? Let's pivot real quick to Sanic. When we, we never talked about this, but when we were in Joshua Tree, there was a Sanic drive-in, drive-through, and it was like the first time we'd ever been to a Sanic. Did you go when you were a kid to Sanic? Oh, yeah, I've been to a Sanic all the time. I, they didn't have them like in New York where I was growing up. Like, we would watch the Sanic guys making jokes in the goddamn cars, and I'd always be like, these are very funny, but I don't know why you're advertising to me. I can't get to a Sanic. At one point, uh, they sold, I don't know if they still do it anymore, but they sold Slurpees, you know, like those slushies I get from 7-Eleven that I like so yeah. much? They would sell those, but with Nerds candy mixed in oh them, and they were really, God. really good. They also sold uh, tater tots with melted cheese and bacon, and the taters were totted in-house. The tots are tatered in house. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the taters are totted. I like that at I, the Sonic by I like hand. Hand totted taters. I like that. Look, but we're passing Sonic, and I'm like, oh, I want to go. I want to go because I'd always heard for my entire life that there was a milkshake that had like 1,600 calories in it. The Oreo cheesecake Sunday blast milkshake. Yeah. In journalism about overeating, they're always like, this has as many calories as a complete turkey dinner yeah. with all the trimmings. And I was always like, oh, that's so convenient. You get an entire turkey dinner in a cup. We got it. We couldn't even finish half of it. It just tasted like butter. Yeah, no, we worked together. together. Yes. Remember, it was like oily it tasted like gravy like a cup of gravy with some chocolate in it i was so disappointed i assumed it would be the most delicious thing i'd ever eaten because of how much i've heard my whole life i've heard about this milkshake god damn was i disappointed yeah no it wasn't great and it was upsetting because you think you're gonna give when i see thousands it's like you know that the dress that costs a hundred dollars has to be better than the one that costs ten dollars of course so i'm thinking the milkshake that has 1200 calories in yeah. it must be better than the one that has 300 but no it was just i was disappointed i went to a steak and shake on that vacation later just for the shake not the steak i don't want to drive through steak i don't i don't want it and i know it's like a steak burger or whatever i don't like to use the word steak shake and steak it's weird when I think steak, I think a full steak dinner, and I don't want that handed to me through a car even though you don't do that i don't like the name but I got like a, like a, uh, it was like a uh, mint chocolate chip M&M shake, had 600 calories in it. It was goddamn delicious. I was using that straw as a spoon to get all that stuff from the bottom of it. I can't imagine why your diet's not working. My diet's working great. It's, well, I've started jogging. Look, I've started, long story short, now that Sarantia, every day she goes to the roof of our apartment with a bunch of resistance bands, and she does all these, like, fucking TikTok exercises. I don't know if I'm supposed to be on the roof, or if I'm allowed to be on the roof, but nobody's stopped me yet. No, I'm not doing TikTok exercises. How dare you? I'm doing normal exercises on the internet. You're doing TikTok. Look, I've never seen you do it. I guarantee that the girls on TikTok are doing... She's, she's like, tying herself up in a cat's cradle with resistance bands, and she's, like... Do, lifting her arm and it lifts her leg and she's like 
crunching her core. It's like, you're whatever you're doing, it's crazy. I'm not going to be 600 pounds. <laughs> well, I've started jogging because she started doing TikTok exercises. I used to just go for brisk old man walks at the gym. If she's going to get in super shape, I, I can't. I can't be left behind on this journey. So I've started jogging. And today, I jogged so hard that my heart skipped a beat Jesus. in the bad way. Not like, oh, that, oh, Rancho looks so pretty. My heart skipped a beat. I was like, oh, God, my heart. Oh, yeah. No, I've had that happen where it like hurts and you have to sit there and think for a minute. <laughs> yes. I was just like, is this gas or is this it? Thankfully, <laughs> like I'm at the gym surrounded by very, very capable 17-year-olds in red polo shirts that I'm sure would get a lot of great footage of me dying. Yeah, and it don't feel good, too. It's like you ever stand up too fast, but you don't realize you made a mistake until like half a second later, and then you're like, oh, it's too late. Yes, you've just described my entire life. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> All right, anyway. Speaking of old, these young, the, one of these girls, is she's only like 19 years old, right? Like the big one, the biggest one, she's like a young girl, like in her early 20s. She's going to these parties. These people who seem like kind of YouTube leeches are going to her house, pouring alcohol down her throat. Did she ever get the surgery? No, as of, it's so weird because the last season ended seemingly like out of nowhere. The Where it ended was Tammy was like, yeah, I definitely do want to do the surgery, but then was like not doing any of the diet or anything. So her brother, who I think did get surgery and was like significantly losing, like losing weight on good progress, calls the doctor. He's like, hey, can you like come to a junk food intervention or something? So he's like, okay. So he shows up at the house, like surprised Tammy. I don't know why he would have needed to surprise her because it's not like she could move to hide the evidence anyway so he walks in and he like finds all the evidence of her drinking and shit he's like this is definitely gonna kill you at the rate that you're uh drinking and also your weight because it's causing you to put on even more weight and you're not losing anything and it seems like you're totally uh you've totally given up on this surgery that you need to save your life and then like the season ended yeah so this doctor walks in and the doctor's like how much are you drinking and tammy's like one and the doctor's like, one what? And she's like, one bottle of vodka a night. Christ. Because it takes that much to get her fucked up because of the mass situation. Right. It's like trying to get an elephant drunk. Yeah. It's going to take a while. But the doctor from Thousand Pound Sisters also has his own show called Two large yeah what's i forget his name but he is trying to become like he saw what dr now's got going on with my 600 pound life and he's like i'm gonna be the discovery plus fat doctor yeah he has so many shows i think he's also the doctor on thousand pound best friends that would not surprise me this doctor's very handsome and he really does seem like he cares like this doctor goes over to tammy's house and is like hey let me see your iphone looks at the iphone hits the health app button she walked like 13 steps that day <laughs> and he's trying to get her to walk a hundred steps a day something that you and i do when we go to the bathroom and then back like that's a hundred steps she she won't do it she absolutely refuses right like she can't do it she, the only thing she could do is like rip herself out of her scooter to get on the toilet and i think that's as far as her movement goes for the day on and off of the toilet or maybe not maybe she has a uh, what's I think it called she might have a, a bag a, a bag by this bag. point but yeah no they need to bring that back that's a solid what i rate that an a minus yeah you like the sisters so far you like the sisters what do you think of too wait by the way is it too large or too big i think it's too large what do you think of too large oh uh, i'm very i give too large a c minus okay i don't think it's very interesting i can't remember much about too large have you watched a lot of that one time when sarantia was sick i decided to see if i could find every single show on discovery plus about people of substantial carriage <laughs> and i put it on for her and like very quickly she was like next because it didn't open like my 600 pound life does with someone naked and screaming in pain. <laughs> like she couldn't, like she, it, it would not hold her attention. It slid right off her brain like one of those balls of goo that you put through your keyboard. One time on an episode of My 600 Pound Life, the uh, couple was on their way to Texas because that's where Dr. Now's office is. So they get a hotel room because they were driving from somewhere crazy like West Virginia and they get a hotel room and the fat guy rolls off the bed by accident in the middle of the night and is like laying on the floor 
floor and they have to call a 911 because his wife can't pull him up and he can't get himself standing up. So he's like trapped on the ground, but he's trapped in between. Like you ever go to a Best Western where there's two uh, twin beds and they're like in between them. There's about like a foot and a half or two, about a foot and a half to three feet of space, depending on where you are. Well, the beds are also cemented to the ground. Oh my God. Fell on his side and he's trapped like this, like at an, at an angle in between the two beds. And he's just sitting there screaming as they call the paramedics to come get like a machine to come help him stand. Oh my God. <laughs> That's horrible. It took hours. He rolled off the bed. Okay. All right. Let's pivot back to <laughs> Hot and Heavy. Oh, yeah. Hot now, there's and only heavy. three episodes of Hot and Heavy. By the way, I think, I don't think it's a new show. I, I may be wrong. I think they only made three of them. And then I think, like, whoever was making it pulled the plug because I think those episodes are kind of old. Uh, well, I may be wrong. That's really disappointing if true because I would give that also an A minus. You really like Hot and Heavy. I like Hot and Heavy because I would say I love two out of the three plot lines. Tell me the plot lines you like. Okay, so my first little favorite plot line is this one uh, fat bitch who is dating. She's not dating. She's married to a gentleman named Randy who is like a feeder in the purest sense of the word. Like he says he's got all these cute little platitudes. He's like, you're at the grocery store and you see a big juicy peach and then you see a tiny little shriveled nectarine. Which one do you want to eat? I want to eat the big peach. Or like, I love... uh, big full-figured women because they're more feminine so she's like uh very very fat this girl and she says i need to get lose weight so she goes to the niche discovery plus fatty bariatric surgery doctor and she's like i want to lose weight and he's like okay uh lose 50 pounds come back see me in one month and if you successfully do that diet then i'll give you the stitch surgery so you don't bust a gut and explode diet coke all over your interior of your uh intestines so she goes up and her husband is laying on the bed covered in whipped cream. I shit you not. Like, that's not a joke. He's laying there, like, covered in chocolate syrup and whipped cream. And he's like, hey, baby, come lick this off. And she's like, what are you doing? Why did you do this? He's like, I thought it was sexy. We like to play with food. She's like, you just wanted me to keep me fat. And he's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind if you gained a little weight. Oh, my God. He's trying to kill this woman to get his dick hard. He literally, he's like, yeah, no, I am kind of afraid that I won't be as attracted to you. She's like, well, listen, what I don't want to happen is for me to keep getting fat or die. And then you would go find another fat woman. like oh my god this show is so good (laughs) the other good plot line is um a gentleman that is dating a fat woman and his he has the jerkiest like total douche bro best friend Uh mike Uh and mike like explicitly says on camera like yeah i don't know i have no idea why he's dating this fat bitch uh skinny women like him so i i it totally blows my mind that he would want to have sex with this woman (laughs) So she's like, the fat fatty's like, no bat, no strippers at the bachelor party. And Mike, the best friend, is like, oh, well, there's no rules for a bachelor party. So you're thinking, like, of course, this guy's going to have strippers and it's going to upset her, blah, blah, blah. So the day the bachelor party arrives, a skinny husband shows up and out comes at the bar. They're drinking. Out comes a fat and a very overweight burlesque dancer and she's like dancing around she's like taking her skirt and stuff off but it's not lewd like there's not anything blurred it's it's tasteful okay you're sitting there he's talking to his face like hey man that was really nice of you that was really cool of you to not uh get a fat stripper because i asked you to and then out come a bunch of skinny strippers and he's like yeah see this is the type of woman you should be banging he says this like directly to camera the, the thing about hot and heavy is characters around the bigger people are brutal i wonder if they realize they're on television like i'm watching this scene of a mother-in-law and she's going uh, wedding dress shopping with her f- future daughter to be and her future daughter to be is is very very Huge. large <laughs> 
And the mother's just talking to Cameron, just going like, yeah, uh, she's really unhealthy and I don't want my son dating her. It's like, don't you realize you look like a monster, like a an, the villain of the century saying this shit? Oh you my can't God. just go like, my son's going to date whoever's going to date. That's life. Like, you gotta like, they, they go all in. Right, like this mom, I don't know what the problem with this mom is, but that's like, she's done multiple shits like that. My fair personal favorite is the episode where she's talking to the big fat fiance and she's like, you know what? I'm proud of my son. I think it's beautiful that we raised our son to see beyond uh, appearances, which is clearly like a nice way to say, you have a very nice interior soul. It's really nice that our son can see that past a big fat pig lard body. Now, now, see, now, here's the thing. Sometimes the character of the Hot and Heavy, they'll use a word. It, when they're when they're talking about someone's weight, they'll be like, you're very unhealthy. Right. And I'm looking for you to get healthy. And then sometimes they'll just let a camera roll like on this jerk and he'll be like, yeah, I don't want my friend dating fat women. I want my d- friend dating skinny women. It's just like, pick a speed here, show. Um, I looked it up. You remember the the COVID-19 pandemic? I do. That's why Hot and Heavy stopped the three episodes. It it premiered just before the pandemic. The pandemic happened. That was it. I don't know if they were like literally like in the middle of filming it and they were just because it does not take long to edit a reality show. I guess they just decided the juice wasn't worth the squeeze when uh, the state was like that they were filming in was like shut it down. Right. Yeah, I'm guessing that they, I'm guessing that they were just like, all right, well, well, that's it. Uh, no word on a second season, but you really like hot and heavy. I showed you a TV show once while you were sick called Fat Chance. Oh boy, it was about a guy. And, oh no, it was not about a guy named Chance who was big. It was about big people who lost a bunch of weight and then tried to get with the girl or boy who rejected them when they were bigger. And I think it like always worked out. Oh man, I don't remember watching that. How was it? You rate it. I watched it and I was kind of bored by it. You fell asleep immediately during Fat Chance. Then it must have sucked shit. Yeah, you did not like Fat Chance. I think you probably didn't like it because the people were skinny. Oh, they were. Oh, yeah. No, I want to see fat fats. Right. Yeah. I. Yes, you clearly do. Um. All right. I think that's all the shows I can. Oh no! Wait. What about my big fat fabulous life? Forgot the Mac Daddy of all fat 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 shows. Uh, my big fat fabulous life. I don't think there's an S tier show, but that gets as close to. Bit. My big fat fabulous life is ranges from B minus to. S tier and S tier seasons of my big fat fabulous life include a season I think it was four the one with the dance battle oh there's an entire season of my big fat fabulous life in which Whitney is uh, very overweight and taking her very overweight dance troupe called big girl dance class to uh, multiple competitions so she ends up at a competition where there's another dance troupe of non-professional dancers who are like hey you guys look like shit Uh, you should try a little bit harder and come to my class. My class is better. So this girl, Whitney, goes to her class and... Uh there's actual exercising going on. So Whitney's like, uh, I have PCOS. I need to go sit down. And what is PCOS again? Polycystic ovarian syndrome, oh, I believe. It's just cancer? That's terrible. No, that's not cancer. It's well, something that makes it hard to lose weight, I guess. I don't know. PCOS? Wait, hold on. I'm looking at PCOS. It's like polyps? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm not slash fit. You're, not, the- you're not slash fit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because you're going on the roof with these resistance bands going cuckoo caca up there. That's why. I'm doing that. It's kind of, I'm not fit. Damn. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to get fit. But anyways, you know, speaking of not fit, anyways, Whitney. So <laughs> Whitney is like, yeah, no, I'm fat as fuck, but I'm also super in shape. And then she, uh, she's like, I can't uh, twerk. My knees are going to blow out. <laughs> sits on the floor and then the uh dance girl's like what are you proud that you can move your legs well yeah you should be able to move your leg that's one of the best quotes of the entire show is yeah her girls are really proud because they can move their legs well you should be able to move your legs oh my god they're brutal they keep bitching at one another until this culminates they decide to settle it with a dance battle of course whitney loses but then she can't take this gracefully because i guess one of the judges wrote just wrote lol fat and gave her zero points and that uh threw the waiting because the other two scored her slightly higher than the other trope, but because of this one dude, who I guess is fatphobic. 
Uh, she lost. I okay. To be fair, I do remember this. All right, so there were three judges. Obviously, they're scoring them on originality and choreography and energy and blah blah blah. Like so, two of the judges, Whitney ended up winning slightly more points on. Another judge just like ruined Whitney. Just like gave her like no points at all. But both troops that were fighting were plus-sized women. Like, the woman that Whitney is dance battling against is a plus-sized woman, and there's other plus-sized women in the class. So, like, I don't think it was just fat phobia. Oh, dude, Whitney's dance troupe was much fatter than those women. I would say Gia. Do you think Gia is as fat as Whitney in no universe? I Look, Whitney is so large that she has been given a television show. <laughs> exactly. Like, I completely agree. But I'm just saying, I think, like, writing it off as fat phobia is like letting Whitney off the hook. Those other girls were better dancers. I mean, yeah, they were better dancers, and also they were a little, they were probably overweight. I would put, like, the main girl, like, 170 pounds, probably BMI in the area where you don't want it to be, but not morbidly obese, like, not struggling to stand. Like, Whitney. Okay, agreed. Like, um, so. I just, I cannot overstate how fat she is. This season on My Big Fat Fabulous Life, they've done like a redesign to the title sequence. And now the I in the word big is a silhouette of Whitney. And it's very, very offensive. <laughs> like, they're just like, they're like, Whitney, you're so big. You're the letter I now. Like, you're, you're Body, your silhouette is so recognizable. Think of great silhouettes. Mickey Mouse, uh, Bart Simpson, Whitney. Congratulations. Your silhouette is cartoonishly readable. And they draw her cartoonish silhouette in like the f- most offensive and it's, fat way possible. Like very... usually when you think of like a cartoon fat woman, you think of like Betty Boop, like big tits, uh, maybe like a thick waist and then like big hips. Like, no, they draw like lumps on her. No, they draw. It's I mean, it's on its 10th season. So clearly it's working. It's on its 10th season. And for a while, they were releasing two hour supersodes of this show, of this My Big Fat Fabulous Life show. People would like sit down and from eight to 10, they'd be like, well, time to see what Whitney's up to. That's crazy. So that's all the shows that I can name on Discovery Plus that are uh, bigger people. Can you name any others? Uh, I don't, but I have some ideas for future fat shows if you'd like to hear them. I'd love to hear Maybe them. Maybe you could tell me your opinion, see which one we could get made. Of course. Um, All right, let's talk. Ready? Okay, we have Fat Best Friends. I think our next foray into fats should be like fat presidents or fat elected officials. And that would follow, it would be like- It's could, called large and in charge. Large and in charge, yes. It's elected officials who are fat, like Chris Christie, and it follows their journey uh, trying to lose weight while we have town halls where people ask them like why they're so- We put plants in the town halls to ask them like why they're so fat. And then we get people to run against them that are like, he can't even control his cholesterol levels. How can he control crime rates in Townsville? God damn, you know, making fun of fat people on TV is something that I really haven't enjoyed because it it has a real freak show element to it. The moment they're a politician, they stop being a human. Right. And it's okay to make fun of how big they are. I love that's a that's great. That's fantastic. Thank you. My next idea is thousand pound astronauts. Okay. Uh-huh. Here, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Uh-huh. We get a bunch of fat people who dream of going to space. Like maybe they wanted to be astronauts when they were kids. Sure. And we get them to exercise. We put them in like a Biggest Loser style competition where we make them like exercise for 16 hours a day and eat well. And then at the end, the ones that we do fitness testing, like school type. Did you have to do fitness gram testing? We do... S- School type fitness gram testing, and the ones that uh, made the most fitness improvements, we shoot them into space. <laughs> That's a great reward. I have to say, you're two for two here because now anybody can go to space for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Right. Like, if Elon Musk can go to space, right. why can't anybody else? Like, Elon Musk goes to space, and then the Amazon guy goes to space. And I, when I was younger, like, Virgin Galactic was a thing where it's just like you go up there. For six minutes, and because you've like breached a certain part of the atmosphere, you're like officially given the title of astronaut. By the way, NASA changed that oh, because awesome. they were 
tired of people buying their way to the title of astronaut. So now NASA's like, you got to go up in space and you got to stay in space for a while. I'm tired of people buying the t- stolen astronaut valor. Stole, tired of it. Stolen floaty valor. Yeah, exactly. The next one is called, you know, 60 Days In. It's the show where you pretend to normies go to prison and LARP as prisoners for 60 days. Well, this one's called 60 Days Binge. And what it is, is we have a bunch of fat people and we lock them in a house and okay it's like big brother right so all you got to do is survive in the house and every day there's like meals prepared for them and it's like really healthy meals that if they eat only what they're provided with they will lose weight like on a caloric deficit schedule but in the basement at all hours there's the temptation fridge which is unlocked completely and stuffed with uh cakes cookies hamburgers just whatever you want and then every episode they'll be like we're adding one new thing to the temptation fridge and it'll be like a hundred thousand calories worth of mcdonald's or something and then if the fridge gets broken into they have to have a dang and rompa-esque trial to find who broke in the fridge and binged and if they get it right uh then fatty whoever broke into the thing has to leave and they all get prize money but if they get it wrong the fat who broke into the fridge gets all of the uh, money. money. But then they also lose in that they don't lose any weight. <laughs> we call it 60 days thin. Because the idea is at the end of the 60 days, you should be thinner, Brilliant. which never happens. And maybe, again, to play off the prison element, you can't leave the house until you've lost the weight. Yeah, I love So that. there might be people there for years. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. What? Because what you just described—the idea of like somebody eating the right things and then food just calling to them in the middle of the night—you just described my entire all forty years of my life. The only thing that would probably stop me from breaking into that fridge is the idea that it's like, well, I can't go home if I do that. It's like, yeah, they have to have they have to have strategy. Like they have to have some guy guard the fridge, but you can't guard the fridge by yourself because then what if you eat from the fridge and the lions say that Johnny ate from the fridge. Right, exactly. Everybody goes for him, then you get the money, but then you're also still fat. So who's the real winner? <laughs> Although, if you can stick around long enough and just like pin it on other people and things like that, you could gain a substantial bankroll, but you lose it all if you go home. Right, exactly. And the thing is, you can only go home if you lose the weight. So it's this like thing where it's like you've got to secure some money and you've got to secure your health and future at the same... I really like this. And I think there should be penalties if you gain weight. Such as? I don't know. I feel like you should lose money or go into the negative to a certain extent. I agree that you should lose money if you gain weight. But... And look, I, this is purely for television. I wouldn't do this in real life. <laughs> Maybe like you hit them with like balloons full of paint. What if we take them, we put them in an empty pool? Yeah. And then if you, if you like, somebody gets caught eating, you put them in the empty pool and then you just throw like a head of lettuce at them once a day. <laughs> well, they'll certainly lose weight that way. Okay. You, like the idea that it's like you can lose money or accept some sort of torture. Right, yeah. Punishment. Because then it's your choice. You chose to get put in the no water pool. No water <laughs> All right. I like that. Wait, the astronaut show, though. Maybe it needs a name. Blasting the weight off or like, oh, what about this? What if it's called three, two, one, lunch? Do you have any ideas of a name? Thousand pound astronauts because all the contestants together weigh a thousand pounds. Look, I love that. Large and in charge, thousand pound astronauts, 60 days thin. You got anything else? Uh, no, those were my only three shows. How about you? You have any ideas of course, for Of I always have ideas for television shows. Tell me one. Yes. It's called Pavlov's Hogs. <laughs> and more. it's about bigger pet owners with their big pets, and they have to lose weight together. Now, here's why I like it. Number one, you got some real big dogs on the show, and- they're adorable. They just want to lay around. Like, they just want to be left alone. You got the, like, they're eating their way through the puzzle bowls and things like that. And so, I, so on one hand, you're looking at cute animals. On the other hand, look, when we see a big person on TV, we don't feel anything for them. When you see a big animal, it's like, that's not their fault. That's horrible. So you're watching it and you're like, God, can someone save this dog's life? And so, 
Now I'm invested in the weight loss journey, especially because as look, as someone who is trying to lose weight myself, like it's hard to lose weight for me, but I'll lose weight to keep like Fido alive. Like that's my goddamn dog. I don't want my dog to die. Pavlov's hogs. I love it. And I love the name. It's great because it implies that like, which is the hog? Is it the dog or the person? We should give the people puzzle balls too. We should give the people puzzle balls. <laughs> That'd be funny. And then they do ring a bell every day. And like every day it's like, do you want some Kentucky fried chicken? And hey dog, would you like an entire bowl of the fat that's been cut off of steaks? Which is like a bowl of trimmings. Wait, so is the goal here to teach the dog self-control or something? Like, you can't expect a dog to not eat fat trimmings. It's a dog. Well, what if, what about this? In the left bowl, you put fat trimmings. Again, the trimmings of a steak, the gristle of a steak. In the right bowl, a healthy mix of wet vegan food. I think the dog would eat both of them. Well, what, you, no, look, give these dogs some credit. I'm sure dogs don't want to eat meat at the end of the day. They probably just want to eat healthy vegan food. We're talking about obese dogs, right? Yes, we are talking about obese okay, dogs. Okay, continue. Yes, we are about, wait. No further questions. Okay. I got one more idea for a reality show. Let's hear it. All right. It's called Upsizing. Oh, boy. Now, on talk shows, at least when I was a kid, they would always do this. They would take like a skinny person. Like Tyra Banks would do this. They would take Tyra Banks... They would put her in a fat suit and then she would go on dates and like there'd be hidden cameras and people would say horrific things to her. Yeah. And it was and like Tyra Banks would cry and she'd be like, I had no idea because she'd be like, look, my whole life I've been beautiful and a model and I thought people were nice. Right. Yeah. Here's what we've never seen. A big person in a big suit making them an even bigger person. Oh, my God. So it's called upsizing and it's like, hey. You're 310 pounds now, okay? That's not healthy. If you continue eating what you've been eating, like we like we watch what they eat all week. If you continue doing that in a couple of years, you'll be six or 700 pounds. So we've made this suit and this is what it's going to be like when you're this big and they have to go around for a week and they're falling down and they're falling <laughs> between beds and like people are like, gawking at them and like saying horrible horrific things they have to like try on the seatbelt extender thing like they have to get like that super toilet that because you know when you're bigger like you need to get like a medical grade toilet yeah they simulate their trip to the emergency room and again i've seen this on my six year pound life like they can't just like wheel them into the emergency room Sometimes they put them on sleds, like those big sleds that they use in warehouses to carry around lots and lots of cardboard boxes. Right, and like the big slab that the ancient Egyptians used to move giant blocks like yeah. with rollers under it. Maybe instead of upsizing, it's called scared thin? What's a scared? What's a scared? Scared straight sized. Scared weight? Scared, a straight size is like zero to 16. Oh! A store that you, a, a size that you can buy in a normal store. I, you know what? I've never heard the term straight size before, but women will be the primary audience for the show. Scared, straight size. That's perfect. It's a brilliant idea. And then like we check in with them in a couple of months and they've lost the weight and we're happy. Or they've gotten fatter and fatter. Well, that is what happens sometimes. I heard about on The, the Biggest Loser. Yeah. I heard they all gained the weight back. Is that true? Oh, yeah. That's part of the reason why the show got canceled is because if you've never seen The Biggest Loser, uh, it used to be a program where they would take a bunch of big fat, fat fatties and they would lock them in a house, Big Brother style, and they'd have trainers like Jillian Michaels, if you've ever seen her workout videos, where she came from, and a uh, another dude named Bob, they would like work out with them eight hours a day and like force them to, and then at the end of it, they lose all this weight. With the name of the show, the biggest loser being like whoever lost the most. Uh, percentage of their original body fat or something it wasn't by straight pounds because it was like uh weighted to be fairer to the people that come in at like 400 and not 500 pounds sure that makes sense but um then they did like long-term follow-ups and all of these people because when you're in the biggest loser house you have like literally nothing to do except exercise and make sure your diet is like on point and go to therapy i guess i don't know i don't i haven't seen the show in a very long time yeah but then as soon as you get back to your real life where you have to do things like work and date and like 
other, you know, other human things, stressful things, people end up gaining like all of the weight back because they don't know how to like manage it in a sustainable way. Yeah, I heard that sometimes they would gain even more weight than they lost on the show in the first place. Yeah, uh huh. That's crazy. Isn't that fucked? Wow. This has been a very enlightening and I'll be fair, offensive. This has been this has been offensive. Incredibly offensive. But this has been an enlightening look at like this subculture. For decades now there have been these television shows about big people. And it's just like we're making money off them like it's a freak show. We're like gambling on them losing weight and the moment they're off the TV show like they get it all back and it's just worse and worse and worse. Wow. Our entertainment like industry is like well and truly fucked, isn't it? And it's like expand and no for lack of a better term, expanding. Yeah. Because like, have you ever seen that picture on Wikipedia of the world's fattest man from something like nineteen oh one? Yes. And he's about two hundred and fifty pounds. Let me tell you, that dude that was considered a freak show a hundred years ago pales in comparison to like if you put him on one of the scales of justice and then you plopped just any uh, cast member from hot and heavy on there he would fly he would fly thousands and thousands of miles he would fly through time yeah it's incredible like there's this like old black and white photo of this person in a freak show and now you would just you would never put that person on tv they're not nearly big enough. Right, you could see that at Walmart every day. Exactly. Well, we hope you've had a great, big, enjoyable time listening to the loudest podcast. Uh, we got a new episode of Christory coming out next week. Yes, we have heard the rumors that CWC escaped from prison. No, I don't think it's true. But I want to believe. I want to believe so badly. Um, there's also some letters. Uh, there's some new movement on uh, the court case and things like that. So we'll, we'll kind of be discussing all that stuff. And uh, just thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.